Welcome to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Doris Chow. Doris is Director for China Initiatives here at the Darden School of Business, and she also works on Darden's efforts in the East Asia region. Doris and I recently connected via Zoom to talk a little bit more about her background, what led her to Darden, what she enjoys about working with many stakeholders she interacts with, everybody from prospective students to Darden alumni, and so much more. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here's my interview with Doris Chow. Doris, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Brad. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have you here. Um, Gosh, um, where are you in the world? I think it's so important for our listeners to hear. (laughs) That's a good question that I'm actually based in Shanghai, China, which is like 12 hours difference from where uh, Charlottesville is. Absolutely. And, And how are things in Shanghai right now? Recently, a beautiful that I just had my uh, holidays that, as you may know, that we just had our Chinese National Day holidays last week. It is a seven day holiday and I got some time to uh, relax, get away and explore areas uh, out of Shanghai. And by the way, the most beautiful, pleasant uh, weather season that will come in Shanghai autumn, right? It's like Charlottesville. That's great to think of uh, these two places. One, uh, you know, a college town in, in central central Virginia and the other, like one of the largest cities in the world. This kind of at least meteorological connection. So I, I appreciate that. So autumn is a peak season in, yeah. in Shanghai. Yes, but very um, short. <laughs> well, I think of Shanghai and um, our executive MBA program as a place that we've gone with those students for a, a number of years. And obviously it, it, really vibrant, massive city. I, I think the way our executive MBA faculty used to describe it is like New York, but on, on steroids, like even bigger, even, even more going on, which is kind of hard to wrap your head around. Um, what do you love about Shanghai? Oh, there is so much I love it. Shanghai is actually where I was born. So it is like the, sometimes I would love the hustle and bustle when I was still young. And nowadays that I love the, opportunities that provides in Shanghai. That in Shanghai, it seems like everything's moving fast, but everything's moving with um, unlimited possibilities. In, in this city that as long as you, you have your goals, you know where you want to go, there will be opportunity for you. Yeah, this is amazing. Well, that's great. Well, well, Doris, thank you again for taking some time out of the podcast. One of the things that I love about the podcast is we have a chance to give our listeners uh, an opportunity to hear directly from the people who helped shape the student experience and who are part of this, this community of people that stretches from Charlottesville all the way to Shanghai and, and around the world. So tell us a little bit more about you. Who are you and, and what's your background? Yeah, sure. Uh, as my, I mentioned, the first thing that I'm actually based in Shanghai, China, right? And I am Chinese citizen. Um, this is where I, I was born and grew up. And uh, as you mentioned, that this is one of, probably one of the most hustle and bustle cities uh, in the world, especially for the past 10 to 20 years, very fast paced developing cities, right? And uh, um, because of this, I think that I always um, have the curiosity to 
to be able to connect with people of various background or from uh, from um, various countries or cities as well. So I so when I was very young, I set my goal as okay, I want to connect to the larger world, not only where I live, right, but the larger world. So I, I think that um, I think how I can achieve my goal is first I have to have the language ability. And second, that I should have the platform or channels or resources that can help me to make the connection. That, that's why I had my uh, bachelor um, major in, in uh, English language and with education as a direction focus. And that's how the life brought me to the higher education industry. Um, yeah, very, very interesting. And if talking about my career path that I've been uh, working for um, state-owned company, NGOs, before uh, I entered to higher uh, education industry. And uh, I, um, I've been in this uh, higher education industry for over, Jesus, for over 15 years, um, helping US business school localize their programs uh, in China, mainly in China and also other uh, areas like South Korea, Japan, and Singapore as well. So, Really, really interesting. If uh, you asked about my background, as I would say, I I call myself as an educator. Like it's not I have to be a teacher, but I'm always working with people who are in this uh who are in this area, and and I bear my dream about uh, education is something very very meaningful. So I I like to do that kind of things to 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 help people uh, achieve their goals or at least to help people to have one more chance or one more possibility to achieve their goals. Uh, that's my academic-wise background and career background. And uh, personal-wise, I, I just love love everything, like love talking, love talking to people, as you may already sense, <laughs> and love to meet various people, learn from their stories, and also see how I can contribute during their story. Is If there's any influence or changes I can make, just a small changes would be good enough. Yeah. Well, that so much of what you shared there resonates. I mean, for admissions folks like like myself, we got into this business because we like people and we like helping yeah. people and um, just the social element of, of the job. You no know, two prospective students are the same. You get to help someone make it make a really important decision in their life and career, and you know it, it's it's a tremendous honor. Um, mm -hmm. So so Doris, you mentioned you've been working with schools, you know, coming to China and and obviously you have. Deep, deep experience there in the, in the region. What, what is surprising to people as they kind of learn more about China or um, what, what are some of the lessons that you're typically helping uh, these schools, um, these, these individuals learn uh, about China? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Actually, um, there are a lot, but if, you, the, the, if talking about the first thing that coming into my mind is about the uh, true understanding it's like people sometimes know that they know Shanghai, they know China from uh, from certain ways, unless they set their foot on, on this place that they got the true experience. They know, okay, ah, there's a lot of gaps and there are a lot of things that I should know more. And, and also um, 
It's also including our uh, executive M MBA program uh, students and our MBA program students. We have our DWC Darden Worldwide class, right? Whenever they come to China, they will say, oh, I wish that I can find a job here in China and I want to spend more time, longer time here and understand the culture better. And I will tell my friends the, the true things as well. And talking about business school, uh, uh, when they are like setting the China as one of their global market, right? And um, uh, they, they have the passion on this market. Uh, I think the most important thing is, first, the, 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 the school has the global perspective. They know that China is important and they care about the people here, what they are thinking about. So the surprising thing is, um, we, under, we have the understanding now at the first stage and the second stage is how we can put that understanding into real execution implementation that can help us uh, achieve our goal and also leverage the resources we have between domestic market and uh, international market to, to achieve that goal. Yeah, I think Darden is doing quite good in this part. <laughs> It must be so much fun to, to be with the students as they're coming and experiencing uh, this place that maybe had, they had some ideas about, they read about it in the news, they followed the sort of global, global markets. And then there they are, they're in Shanghai, they're on the ground, they're in China. Um, and it seems like an overwhelming place, like I, just so much going on and so much to see and experience. And, you know, when you're on a DWC, when you're on a global residency, you have a limited amount of time. You're trying yeah. to really pack pack it in. It, that must be a thrill. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I, I think now the social media is so convenient. They are going to see a lot of um, a lot of uh, videos or um, the blog or blog that on the social media. And Darden have our own China uh, social media WeChat as well. So people got to see. And one interesting fact that I got, uh, I got remember record during our DWC Global Residence is people are thinking about the uh, the new uh, four investor, the new four inventions of China. That uh, one is the uh, um, faster delivery. They are in, they are so surprised about how fast the food or even the the online buying, the online shopping can be delivered to their hotel right away. So. That, that is something that they really, uh, I would say, one of the most surprising thing to them. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I mean, we live in a time here in the United States of seemingly, uh, it, you know it's not the peak, but it, in the relative history, peak online shopping, like people are getting everything delivered, groceries, um, home goods, books, et cetera, et cetera. And, it's interesting to think that it could be faster. It could be more on demand. And mm -hmm. um, the food, food is obviously part of that too. Restaurant meals. Too. Yes. <laughs> well, Doris, so you're now at Darden. You're obviously doing great work on behalf of the Darden School and, and Darden students uh, there in China. What, what brought you to Darden? How did you get interested in, in this particular opportunity? Yeah, I, I got asked this question quite often, actually. Um, yeah, first, I should thank for one of my previous team members <laughs> and my previous job that he actually, he told me that, hey, Darden, Darden is looking for, looking for someone here in China. And I think you should, you should give it a try. Yeah. 
at that time, I already know Darden because like I've been in the higher education industry and helping US business school, right? I knew Darden is such a great school. So if you ask me why Darden for me, I would say, hey, because it is Darden. <laughs> that, that probably the simplest uh, answer to that. But to, to be more um, um, more and more detailed, I would say um, Darden's core value uh, actually attracts me a lot. I mentioned that I'm an educator. I value a lot on education itself. I don't think education uh, uh, should be uh, as a commercial thing. It can be like relatively a uh, pure things. And I think Darden, uh, this is also what Darden uh, uh, possessed as a core value as well. That we try to uh, try our best, try every efforts to make and provide the best learning experience to our students. This is this needs a lot of efforts. It's more than just one sentence. The best learning experience. It needs faculty's efforts, our um, staff's efforts, and the leadership's uh, efforts. Everything. Our students' efforts too. So I think I, I value Darden's value. We share the common core value. This is one reason. And the, the, the second reason is the leadership team I got the chance to interact with at that time um, also leave a strong impression on me, uh, to, to me, that I think they are, although Charlottesville, as you mentioned before, like uh, it's, not, it's not as large as Shanghai is, but our leadership team is actually um, holding a very high level of global perspective and understanding. This gave me a lot of confidence actually. So they say, hey, they understand this and uh, I, I can have fully support on what we want to do here in this market. So that's also gave me a lot of confidence on this might be the right place and right people that I want to work with. And uh, yeah, third, third part would be our people here in China, like our alumni. I got the chance to, to talk to several alumni before my, I joined in Darden, try to understand Darden, right? Like what our prospective students do as well. And I was thinking, they, they, the feeling that they give me is they're very, very nice and sincere. And uh, they will tell you the true, uh, true thinking about um, what, what they are thinking of. So it makes me feel like these are the right person uh, uh, that I, I, I have the confidence to be able to work in for the long term. Yeah, and what else I would say? This, these are probably main reasons. If as one more reason, that probably would be a small bonus is Charlottesville. I mean, my previous job bring me a lot to the West Coast of the US that I got to travel a lot. And Charlottesville is not a, um, not common places for people to travel to, right, from China. I think, hey, I got the chance to dig out more on this uh, on this area. Um, yeah, why not? Well, I appreciate all of that. And we have had Haymonth Das uh, on the podcast to talk about his work. It's similar to yours, right? Engaged with prospective students, current students, alumni, helping folks at Darden understand dynamics, what's going on in, in China as we kind of think about opportunities. For our students, you get to wear a lot of different hats, as, as we say, a lot, of, a lot of different kinds of work. I would imagine that diversity is exciting. It, it, it's fun because you're, you're not thinking, probably not working on the exact same thing all the time or every day. It's something new. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
What do you enjoy about working with prospective students, you know, students in China who are you know, looking to come to the U.S., interested in learning more, more about Darden? What, what do you enjoy about that work? Oh, it's, it's so much fun. Like it, it has challenges too, for sure. That to be honest, but it, it, it's so much fun. I think one of the thing is these are young generations, right? They have so many op- opportunities during their career paths for their future. So whenever I see them and whenever I talk to our prospective students, try to understand what they are thinking, what's their plan, I can I can feel so much energy out of them and so much passion. And sometimes they may not know where they want to go exactly, but at least you can feel their attitude and they know how to, uh, what kind of efforts they want to make. And this is the thing that I love to work with them and always inspired by them sometimes for sure. And also sometimes they will give us uh, really, really sincere uh, suggestions as well to help us understand more about what the young generation wants and what they are thinking of. This help us to grow as well. Um, I think this is mutual learning process. And also working with them, making me feel excited is I got the chance to tell them more about Darden and Charlottesville, which I can, I can keep talking forever. Like, okay, this is the thing that you, you, you should learn, you should know about Darden. And, and also during the conversation, I love to find the right fit. That, hey, this is right fit. Oh, you want this? And this is exactly what Darden can provide you. And okay, you, you want this, I know this person, I know some of our alumni who can help you on this. This is the, also the, the part that have the magic. I, 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 would, uh, I would say I love the most, yeah. Well, Doris, uh, you're talking to prospective students, you know, you're helping them kind of think through this decision. You know, there are MBA programs in, in China, um, obviously MBA programs in the United States. What's the value in coming to the United States uh, for an MBA program for someone uh, from China? I'm sure this is a question you get from time to time um, as that as the Chinese MBA market has, has continued to grow and expand and lo- lots of opportunities there locally for folks. And, and yet uh, mm-hmm. we have students every year from China who decided to come to the U.S. that decided to come to Darden uh, for their experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, the China market is large. Like there are various um, various programs that are catering for various uh, prospective students. It really depends on what's uh, what's you uh, what you want to to a specific prospective students. But to back to your question, it's like China versus U.S. Right, the U.S. program versus Chinese program. I would say um, if. At your at to prospective students, if at your early stage of your career or of your life, you got the you got the right or you got the resource to choose a different way to live, that will be something beautiful. That you may not feel it's right away, but if you look your life in the long term, that it will be something you will remember the most. And you can always come back to China to, to take the, 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 the local program for sure. It, it hasn't to be just the one thing or the other thing, right? So, um, and also because like for most Chinese students that you grown up in this, uh, in this environment, which you're familiar with, but there are a larger world, which you may not be familiar with, but also have a high interest and will, can also help you to, to broaden your possibility of your lifestyle in the future. Why not? 
if you have the chance to to be able to experience it, why not, right? And uh, yeah, and also US is where MBA program originated. So um, it has its value and the value has to be proven uh, throughout the history. So, so you should trust it. And one thing that we keep talking about in data is trust in the process. It, it, you, you will be rewarded. Well, I love what you just shared there because so much of it resonates with what we talk with prospective students about generally that coming to an MBA program is all about expanding uh, your perspective and how you see and think about the world. And I can imagine that for folks living in China, come to the US, you're in Charlottesville as a first year student, man, um, it's probably different than maybe what you, <laughs> what you experienced previously, but so much learning comes, comes through that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the learning is not only about the academic part, right? It's also about your life part. It's like how you how you leave your uh, comfort zone and then um, got to manage your life, your learning, and probably some prospective students will bring their family too. So how you how you how you deal with the, them in, in another country? So much fun, yeah, so much fun. And you're not alone. You're not alone to say, oh, I moved to Charlottesville on my own. There's, uh, we have Darden community there for you. Such a good point. Um, an incredible group of people that you're matriculating through this experience with 335 or so students in your class. Obviously, everybody at the school, faculty, staff, um, you have the, the broader Charlottesville community. Um, there's, there's so many people for you to lean on. I have yeah. such... I have such empathy though for students who come from a place like Shanghai uh, and they, they are uprooting, picking up their life, coming all the way to the US um, mm -hmm. for an MBA program. I mean, I just so admire um, that adventure, adventurousness, mm -hmm. uh, that spirit of that decision. That is, that is an incredible thing. I, it, I, I'm so impressed by those students. Yeah, I, I admire them too. There's one sentence we keep talking here in China is, um, if there are two choices that, that pick the pick the harder one, that will you will be rewarded in the future. So they, this would be I I admire they have the courage and they know where they want to go and they finally decide to to choose the relatively harder one that maybe in the long term they will be benefited a lot. Yeah. Well, I, I love that point because. MBA program is about challenging yourself. That's where the that's where the growth is. Um, mm -hmm. Personally, academically, kind of pushing outside of your outside of your comfort zone. What might be easier for you, and and picking perhaps that that path is going to be a little bit harder because well, that's that's what's going to really push you to grow and and yes. and to really kind of achieve that that full potential. So. Doris, I wonder if you have a piece of advice, maybe, maybe that was your advice, but do you have anything else you'd want to share with our prospective student listeners here? Mm, yeah, there, there are a lot that I can share. I would say, um, except for what I've just mentioned, I would say um, Darden is, um, is a place that, or let's say this way, Darden is more than the Darden you see. This is the sentence that I want to share with our prospective students because sometimes I feel like whenever they talk about Darden, okay, Darden is strong in consulting, Darden is located in Charlottesville, right? They will have the um, saying like, okay, what if I want to be in healthcare? What if I want to be in investment banking? 
the data is strong in consulting for sure. That doesn't mean data isn't strong in other areas, right? If you dig out more on our employment data or on our web page, you will figure out that we are strong in not only uh, investment banking, but also like uh, other healthcare. Um, I, I remember that we have a huge boost in healthcare uh, for, for our class of 2021 as well. So there are so much more that for, for our prospective students to dig out. I think one, one of the tips that I can give is don't only look at the application web page, that do dig out more on, we have Darden blogs, which our uh, faculty or our uh, staff will share about application tips. And we have this experience Darden podcast, right? We have over already, I believe over a hundred episodes now for them to, to, to hear, to experience what we've experienced or what our people are experienced. And also we have our journey, um, career journey webpage. And for those who can't do the campus visit, we have our virtual campus visit webpage. So, so many things are so diversified resources for our prospective students to, to, to be able to explore. And I will, I will say that the more you, you, you explore on Darden, the more you will love it. Yeah. I appreciate the shout out for all the resources. I, I think from our admissions committee standpoint, we, we try to put a lot out there because we know, you know, for people who are all the way around the world, you know, contemplating, you know, coming to Charlottesville, new, new place, new country, new community, mm -hmm. you know, we want them to learn as much as they can. Um, and we try to put a lot of things out there that are related to the application process too, so that people feel like you got a question about short answer questions. If you want to know, more about resumes, who a good recommender might be, how, how you think about demonstrating your academic readiness for an MBA curriculum through your application materials. We have sessions about that. We have yeah. blogs about that. Um, we, we want people yeah. to feel supported. Yeah, that's, that's why, that's one thing actually I love about, how can I say this, about this, the, the, what pandemic brought us is we have created so much sessions, virtual sessions, which allow our international students to be able to experience them before, right? This is uh, this is a huge, huge um, help for for international students. I'm so glad you brought that up because you know this. I mean, we've been and we're very much still in in, in the pandemic. We're you know we're, we're working through it. Um, but if there's a silver lining in all of this from the admissions perspective, it is it's that it's challenged us to think about what an event can be and what mm -hmm. it can look like and what's possible virtually. You know, historically as a team, we were a team that did a lot of in-person events, which great if you can get to Charlottesville, great if you can get here to the DC area, um, but not so great if you live, you know, in a place like Shanghai and you don't have the, the resources to travel all the way to the United States and, and come, for, uh, come for that event. And so we've been able to learn how to do much more virtually. And we've actually proven to ourselves, uh, as well as prospective students, that these events can be engaging, that they can be helpful, be interactive, valuable, all these kinds of things. And um, I, I don't know if we would have had that experimentation, if we would have really pushed to try some of this without kind of the shove of the pandemic of saying like, we need to keep things going here and we need to find a way to give people an opportunity to learn. And this is what we have, mm -hmm. um, but it has been, it has been tremendous for, for us. And it's been a good opportunity to stretch for us as a team. Yeah, that, that's, that's really true. And I think that's 
also echo to what I mentioned before about why I love work with Jordan because we keep learning and we keep um, being adjust adjust to what's happening now, and also we are we keep being flexible. I believe Jordan is one of the what makes me proud of it. Jordan is being one of the. Um, the, the earliest year of the school who moved forward to provide flexibility uh, during the pandemic. So this is something show the careness about our students. We, we, we are thinking uh, on what they are, they are thinking. Yeah. Well, Doris, one of the things I guess I would say is a goal of the podcast is we want people not only to understand, you know, our guests in terms of their role at Darden, the work that they do, but also to learn a little bit about them as, as people. I wonder, um, what do you enjoy doing in your free time? What are, what are your hobbies, uh, interests, things that you've picked up during the pandemic? Yeah, uh, I would say the first thing is uh, I just love talking and I love talking with interesting people and learn their stories and also reflect on what I can do on their stories. Sometimes people can admire me of, oh, Okay. Oh, you can. There's such a different lifestyle as what I've experienced. So I love to hearing those things and think of what what I can do. And during my free time, I love um, I love traveling. I love I love making travel plans. <laughs> I enjoy a lot of making travel plans. Like okay, where I want to 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 travel, why, and what things that I I have to see during my travel. And also, uh, I love trying new things. Like each year, I'd like like to give myself a little bit challenge. Like I, I believe this year, my challenge is to to self taught myself like swimming, um, swimming um for over forty minutes. That that's my goal. That I I hope I can achieve that. I'm very close to that. I promise I will achieve it by the by the end of this year. And also, um, yeah, last year what I've learned or challenged myself is. It's not expected, but I, I got the, 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 uh, my ankle injured and just sometimes I can't move on my own, but I, I learned how to, how to face the challenge that how, how to live the life that you still, you, you've already been there. You have no way to change it and how to live it with, right. And how, how to, uh, uh, solve some, find new things out of the current situation. And the year before, what I challenged myself is I do, I believe I do the <laughs> skydive in New, Ze uh, New Zealand. So I always like trying new things. And uh, also I'm a, I'm a big food lover. And uh, yeah, that, that's also why I love Charlottesville. So much food that's available. I believe there's one Korean uh, restaurant uh, in, in the town, town hall that I love a lot. Yeah. And also one a pizza pizza restaurant that I love the most spicy pizza I've, I've ever had <laughs> during my life by in, in, in Charlottesville. Yeah, so I love uh, doing things and uh, um, yeah, I think this probably something a little bit special. Um, yeah, other things maybe uh, uh, yeah, reading or or uh, um, chatting with people and just see if there's anything we can we can do together. I, I like to manage events like organize events for for people i know to introduce my friends to the other friends that they may not know each other but they both know me so this is also something i enjoy a lot 
will recognize that it's more challenging to travel, although there is some, some travel still happening um, these days. If you could go anywhere right now, if you could plan a trip, where would you go? Actually, just coming back to uh, from from my holiday, and I went to the, um, the 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 southern part of China, and I think the next destination for me is a small village in in the middle middle uh, part of China, where you can see the beautiful um, beautiful uh, leaves that turning red uh, in autumn, and uh, there will be a not fancy hotels or rooms for you, but you're gonna to ride, ride the bike and along the way and just enjoy the peace. I have to say that before, uh, before uh, um, 2019, before the COVID-19, I got the chance to travel to Charlottesville like once or twice per year. That's also one of my best memories. And uh, yeah, and now I, I choose to, uh, that's why I choose the small village as my next destination. <laughs> I miss that kind of feelings, that serenity that you need during your life. <laughs> well, Doris, uh, such a pleasure catching up with you. Thank you for, um, gosh, it's what, 9.30 p.m. Uh, there or so in, in Shanghai. Yeah. Thank you for working us into your evening. Um, it has been so much fun talking with you. Yeah, me too. And thank you, Brad, for your time. I really enjoyed our conversation. And that was my interview with Doris Chow, Director for China Initiatives here at the Darden School of Business. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Until next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.